I hope I don't f*** it up. Alright, are you ready? Talk to us, T-f***s it up. I probably will. Take 6. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, Episode 8, a podcast by the community for the community, where we talk about all things Valiant and their wonderful sponsors. This time, we'll even remember the Otter Pops. I'm Chad. And I forgot the Otter Pops. I mean, I'm Bookworm. <laughs> Essentially the same thing. This week was a bit of a, a nice one, for lack of better words. I mean... I think for the most part, the games kind of went how I expected them to be. Except for maybe, like, London versus Boston. I didn't expect it to go to 2-1. Yeah, that one was a little little surprising. Uh, other than that, I think most of the games went about how I expected them. Oh, no. London versus uh, Dallas. You know, I just realized both the London games didn't go how I expected them. I actually did expect Dallas to beat London this week. Because Dallas has kind of stepped up and London is seemingly like stepping down a little bit. I was thinking I'd go to, like, map five. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect them to close it out with just the four maps. Uh, the dragons are being the dragons still. Oh, the poor dragons. Just give them a win already. They need to deserve the win. They deserve to, they, they, they work hard, and, and they'll work hard enough to get that win one day, I guess. I hope. I'd like to see him get a win, but I don't want him to just be, here's a win, have, Handed it, here's yeah. a win, have fun. Thanks for being here. Like, uh, like it's the last game of the season, we already know we're not gonna, like, get into playoffs here, we'll give you that win, sort of win, nah, they, they, they want to work for it. I want them to step up and actually, like, stomp a team. Squish them. Squish them hard. But I don't know what team would be within their grasp at this point. I don't mean that in, like, a toxic way. Like, realistically, looking I at I understand the that it is slightly toxic. Performances. Wait, I would... Yeah, looking at it in a non-toxic non way, like, just looking at the stats, the performances in those past games, those... It's not looking well for them. It's not. There There's no way to go around it. There definitely seems to be a massive communication issue, which is understandable with, to my knowledge, none of them actually sharing a language. Yeah, you got half of them with Korean, half of them with Chinese. Mm -hmm. I believe it's Mandarin, the one that they all speak. And then, I, it, and... I think it was the Seoul game. I'm not 100% sure. There was, I believe it was on King's Row, where they had six ults and the enemy team had none. And they still lost the fight. I know. That, that was kind of the moment where I was like, stuff. all right, there's not yeah. much team coordination here. It's like, I know they've released stuff in the past talking about how the language barrier is actually really, really bad mm -hmm. for them. Because those, like, sometimes the name of the players, like, and no, the names of the heroes will sound like other words yeah. in each other's languages. And they'll be trying to communicate and... Maybe they say, I think, I think it was Tracer was the one that they used as an example, which in one of the languages, the way they pronounced it was like, sounded like go back or mm. something like that. I believe that is the example they gave. At the very least, that's what was going on at the time. Was they'd say a name and they think they meant something else. Which... So it's actually, it's not just a, a, a thing that can easily be changed. Oh, yeah. Because they, ha they, they speak to very. Like, they both know two different languages, and then there's also the English in the middle. And then the names of the heroes, and just all of that mixed in together just isn't working for them. I also would like to call, like, attention to, I believe a lot of the issue lies in their management. It was, I'm not going to say a stupid call, adding in the Koreans and such, but... Like, it was it good didn't... to add new players in, but... I feel like the way they handled it wasn't well. Yeah. Because it ended up causing that language barrier. And the language barrier, which don't get me wrong, individually as players, they're doing 
they're doing great things. Every now and then I'll be watching uh, Otto or Dia, Dia or Gaguri. Dia, or, oh my god, Dia popped off. Yeah, like, they're, as individual players, it's like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of talent on this team. But it's like having a lot of wood and then tying it with, like, twine. Yeah, like uh, Kasta said in one of the past NA Valiant videos, uh, I think it was with the video, either that or a uh, interview. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was a video. Uh, he mentioned saying that, uh, how do you say it? It's not about having the people with the best mechanical skill. It's about the, all the players working together as a team. Yeah, which I agree with. Um, another good example of like a good call was Gladiators picking up Fisher because they had Bishu. Mm-hmm. If Bishu and, and wasn't Bishu on that team, translate. I don't think it would have been. I don't think Fisher would have been as good of an addition. Yeah, because they would they would have been that language barrier. There would have been a lot of frustration. Mm-hmm. And I very least Bishu is there to be the middleman, and in game he will be translating for Fisher as Fisher is trying to learn how to communicate in English as well. I know that's one of the issues that was happening with the fuel, with Rascal. Yep, I was just about Sans to mention Sobini. that as well. That that was yeah, one of the so reasons he wasn't that middleman. Yeah, if, if fuel had a middleman such as Fisher, I think Rascal would have been a much greater addition. But without he him, would have. Uh, fuel is looking a lot better, though. Yeah, this is definitely the meta. I know, like, especially Mickey, against uh, London. Against London, Unko looked amazing. Unko, I remember there were so many jokes, like, uh, because at one point they messed up the, the, like, team names at the top, and it said it was New York Excel versus Valiant. Mm -hmm. And so Spitfire versus, uh, Fiora, they're like, hey, Unko went back to Valiant. (laughs) We could only wish. Mm -hmm. I liked, I liked Unko a lot. I still like him. I'm glad that Fuel is actually starting to do well. I like a lot of their players. Mickey Amigita is scary as heck, and then London continuously playing dive into yeah. his Mick. Mickey is so good, so good. London is London and Boston both are adjusting to this meta very slowly. It feels like, like they, they don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I feel like London is yeah, and London has adapted better than mm-hmm. Boston. But Boston, come on! Like, Boston are kind of stuck after a, an impressive how much last of like a stage. Crush, yeah, how much of a crush to their ego must have happened after they like go ten and zero and suddenly can't win? It's a little insane. But yeah, I think that's all we gotta say about the Overwatch games this week. Well, the Overwatch games not involving the best team in the game. Of course. We Uh, can now move on to the best team in the league. So we started off with the Battle of LA, which the entire game could have been nothing, and it'd still be my favorite game in the world because of our walkout. I'm going to be honest. Just the way everybody was freaking out at the table, just a golden boy was like, what is this? Just like... I was, I was so proud, so proud. Ray did an amazing job on that cosplay, honestly. And then all the people from Medieval Times that mm-hmm. just... Uh, have you ever been to Medieval Times? I uh, can't say I have. So I, don't, I don't know if it's... It is 2018. Like how spread out... I, I don't know how spread out it is in the U.S., but Medieval Times is... Kind of like an ish, it's like a dinner and entertainment thing. You pay oh. a bunch of money to go and have like medieval time quotes, like air quotes, the themed food, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch people joust and all that kind of stuff. You're seated by like colors of the team. I think when I went, I was on the green team. Uh, just like a bunch of. Team colors like uh, blue, red, all that stuff. All these and these knights are like battling it out. So much fun to watch. Cause they have these like fake fights and these swords look real as heck. They're like they're like real swords, but the door on the side, so you can't actually like, cut mm-hmm. each other up with them. 
That's it's amazing to watch. So that's... when you see those the, the, those outfits, like they're not just outfits they made for the occasion. Those are like the uh, like uniforms they would wear mm-hmm. at that place. Like, and they have like really good food. Like I think even though it's like kind of the appetizer type food, they have this thing they call it uh, like dragon nut soup or something like that. It's tomato soup. Yeah. But it's so good. It does sound so good. interesting. I didn't know that that was even a thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how far out it goes or if it's just a West Coast thing. Oh. I don't know if it's just a California thing either. Mm. I would be interested to in know. middle of nowhere. I would be interested to find out how, like, they decided to go with that. I mean, I like it fits the, the aesthetic oh, yeah. of Ray's costume. And I think it's one of the guys who's on the, uh, like, the Valiant Street team that was one of the guys in costume. So I guess maybe he got his buddies from Medieval Times to join in. Not sure how, not sure how that all went down, but it's still really, really cool. Uh, but moving back to the games. Yeah, that, cool that, that's the actual games. Um, Even though uh, Valiant did win with walkouts. Yes, that we beat him in walkout, and then we beat him in game. And what a game it was, too. And what a, like, it was very interesting to start it off with World being a draw. Because mm-hmm. Gladiators have been pretty good on World. Well, pretty good. Vanya they just... haven't lost yet. <laughs> I, I'm, sh- I'm trying not to give them too much They still credit. got that technical perfect record, but it was, technically have a perfect record. it was their best map. And a lot of people have said that Blizzard World is our worst. So, it's uh, uh third to worst. Uh, taking that draw, not counting already. this past week. Yeah, like not counting this past week because I don't think Wensenab has updated yet since they don't have these past week games. Mm-hmm. Lizard World is the third to last. Uh, no wait, no, did I count this wrong? Second to last. Yeah, I count. I think I counted wrong. Second to last in all win. Did I read this right? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't look up stats much. I'm not a stats I, guy. I, I'm just here for the ride. At the ride. very least, Winston Nabs uh, is kind of good with showing the like, map win stuff. I wish you, I, it's a way for me to set this up so I can look at it not by playtime but by win percentage. Because I have to like individually look back and forth to the, to the win percentages. Nah, that isn't. But yeah, Nuna Colony is the, like, Valiant's worst map st- statistically. But they have played it more than Blizzard World. And Blizzard, Blizzard World has, uh, like, I think, like, 20% more with the win rate. Yeah, about 20% better win rate than uh, Nuna Colony. But even though that is Gnadiator's, like, sad best map, Banyan still managed to draw on it, and they had an amazing hold at first. Oh yeah, I was looking at the very beginning. I was like, okay, this is this is bad. I think I feel like it could have gone a lot better in Vanian's favor mm-hmm. if they had managed to hold that first point. Like, because Vanian seems to be getting better at holding points, individual points, not with necessarily with payloads and stuff. Agreed. I feel like that's the half of Nizzle World that they, like, don't get. Uh, uh, Horizon was pretty good. We, I do remember there was one point, I think it was point A of, I want to say the first round, that we held pretty poorly, in my opinion. And it's really weird, because if I remember correctly, the last time that I played Lunar Colony, Valiant had a full hold on point A, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's more so because, like, I, I, if I remember correctly, Valiant was attacking first, so they wouldn't have had that chance to full hold uh, to start off the game and then just have to get a tick. Yeah. But still, Valiant did a very good job on pushing it. Uh, Gnadiators, like, even though Valiant held it pretty long the first like I believe they got them down to two minutes. 
So that up them to four minutes to attack point B, if I'm remembering the math correctly. I always forget that like, how much time's added. Right, but like I also don't remember that well. Yeah. It was Wednesday and I it, it was a long yeah. time ago. Wednesday <laughs> but, games I then, never like, remember. I think what really got Valiant is that uh like, Kareem switched to the Bastion, which was a really good pick, mm -hmm. because there was nothing to really contest him, except for the fact that he was slightly off the point, not touching it, and, uh, who, who was it who was on Zarya? Was it Shurful, actually? I remember there was some, it was somebody who I don't usually see on Zarya, was on Zarya, It was Shurful, yeah. It was Shurful? Shurful Zarya like, is amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I feel like we don't see him enough on Zarya. He's he's almost always on that Widowmaker now. Yeah, that's kind of like how the whole meta has been. Seeing a lot of yeah, seeing a lot of widows, which but, makes yeah. sense. And he got like two right kicks on Crave, which manages to burst him down. Mm -hmm. like, he was like near high energy by by that point, and like had those two right kicks not happened, I feel like it would have worked out a lot better. And it was oh, it was only a few seconds better time, but when Valiant did the second attempt on attack, they ended up coming out with I believe a minute thirty extra on the clock. Mm -hmm. So had so had Valiant not like managed to like stop the Ignatiators from taking the second point on the second attempt. Valiant would have gotten a final attempt, while Gnidus had not, either way. So, like, even though it started off in a rocky, and then Valiant still came out with, like, quite, quite a bit on top. Say one with a minute 30 still in the bank. All I remember is that there was one point, I was like, wow, I wish we would have held that better, and the sure four looked great on Zarya. Yeah, I was. I, I believe this point. I think you might be confusing it with like point B, since they pretty much like yeah, ran right point into B. point B after point A. And you know, what, what's really funny is, I believe as of that stage, they were both undefeated on Lunar Colony, and which is very funny because before that, I believe Valiant had never before this stage, Valiant had never won Lunar Colony. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is. I think that is right. Yeah, like the the map like scores and stuff on Winston now haven't updated, and I forgot to check like going back by counting and stuff on uh, the the Overwatch League page, because I think the stats page still isn't up. Yeah, it's still not up. Eh. It makes things so much easier. Moving on to Oasis, which is great, and because of that draw on the first map. Valiant just had to take the win there, and they get the win of the series as a whole, like, and they pulled it off. Yes. I can't remember anything about Oasis. I remember it was, was one of those, like, on-your-seat kind of moment, or edge-of-seat kind of moment. Yeah, I just remember, as usual, Genities is on the Fara, and I believe it's University... The one where they're inside, if people don't know the names, because I mm -hmm. rarely remember the names of the three individual maps. Uh, he switched to Doomfist at the very end to get to the point faster and, and like, do the extra damage. Just, like, boot people around. And they're just like, Janice, coming in with the Doomfist! And he's just, like, snapping people against walls. I'm like, oh, my boy, so good. <laughs> he's doing so good. He got so many kills. He punched so many people. It was, it was such a good game. Like, at the end, when they showed the stats, Agilities came up with, like, 42% weapon accuracy as far. And, like, <gasps> 42%, oh, my God. Not only is that the meaning of life, the universe and everything oh, yeah. in it. Of course. It's, like, it's such a good weapon. Like, far accuracy? Like, I don't know how people do it. I can never hit shots. As far as I can barely get splash damage. Like, nah. I can hit shots if I'm on the ground. But if I'm flying around, mm -mm. So people always yell at me. They're like, you're far. You're not supposed to be on the ground. I'm like, yeah, but I'm killing things down here. So I do what works. And then the final map was Dorado, which is 
one of my least favorite maps in general. Not the, I like not the, the game. Neat. Yeah, aesthetically, <laughs> it's all right. I just don't like the the design of like. Not the f visual design, but the actual like map design is kind of not that interesting. Like the, the route it takes. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Like I personally like it because there's just no room that I can put a teleporter in, and that people around each track. I don't know why, even though it's like such a good spot. Put a teleporter like, in. I'm sorry. I've, Who are you playing uh, as teleporter? About that. Uh. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know any trick. heroes in the game that have a teleporter. Hey, I'm playing gold. I can play whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hit. At one point, I had a hundred percent win rate on Sims. That's not bad, actually. I don't think I've ever had. A yeah, I, I usually time. always have a like. At one point, I had a seventy percent win rate on it, like near the entirety of the season. Mm -hmm. But then I decided to play like a few games at the very end of the season, and I got like. Three throwers and two trolls in a row. In a row. And I was like, "Yeah, I should have played on the last day of the season ever again." At least not by myself. Goodbye, Ridway. <laughs> and then from the Gladiators game, we went on to. I wouldn't we say. We didn't even talk about Dorado. We just talked about how we don't like the the, the how you don't like the the brute yeah. attacks. Things happened on Dorado. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That's how much you don't like Dorado. You don't even want to talk about the game. At that point, we had already won the match, and I'm, we had, and I'm we pretty had. sure I'm likely just blanked out at that point. Yeah, I was. Just, I either, I know I still had it on, but at that point, I was just like, "All right, time to go do something else." Uh, funny enough, at the very, very end, mm -hmm. uh, like I was really hoping they'd hold it before the point B, like checkpoint and stuff. I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, go," because my cat was like screaming at me to go give her water. <laughs> And but then they cap point B and I'm like, okay, screw this. They're gonna they have these extra like two minutes. They're probably gonna end up capping by this point. And then and then we're gonna go into time bank. So I'm just gonna go give the cat water and come back. I muted myself in the voice chat for the viewing party. I come mm -hmm. back, I see the voice chat is empty and I see the game is over. I'm like, wait, the Vanit actually stopped them on point C? Like, I, I felt like they were actually going to reach the checkpoint. What? No, wait, they were. That one's the game that wouldn't have had the time bank, isn't it? Yeah, that one. That one's the one that they stopped Vanit before the end. I, think. I don't know, I'm getting my games confused. I didn't watch the end of it. I was giving my cat water. Which is completely fair <laughs> enough. Ah. Uh. I think... Which reminds me, I don't know if my cats have water right now and there's nobody else home to give them besides my little brother, but he never gives my cats water. Oh, no. I... They probably have water. It's just like the dogs sometimes drink the water. Mm -hmm. And one of them's like non-haired, so she, like any dirt she has on the hair gets into the water. And my and my cat specifically, like my brother's cats don't care. Mine cannot stand there being dirt in the water. She will not drink from it. It can be full... Completely to the brim, but if she sees a bit of dirt in there, she won't drink it. So I'm always having to check it. That's, that's a very picky cat. Yeah, and that's why I didn't end up seeing the end of Dorado. Uh, I personally think it was one of my favorite matches of the entire season. Uh, it's not the one that had me the most hype when we beat him, because that was one I was like, hey, you know, we're probably going to beat him. Uh, however, the second match this week, where we played New York, I went into it, and I'm like, you know, Valiant will hopefully have a good showing. Yeah, I think we, like, even though we were trying to be optimistic, we both agreed that NYXL would beat us, right? Mm-hmm. And we were both, for once, thank you for being wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, <laughs> like, Blizzard World came on, and it happened, and I'm like, okay, it's gonna be about how I expect. And so it was at that point, I kind of just... Remember, Blizzard World is Banyan's worst yeah, map. Exactly. But at that point, I was just like... <laughs> I, was, I think I started playing a game or something, or I was doing D&D prep or something like that, and then... Oh, yeah, it was I had a Saturday, it, so you have D&D. I had it still running, but I wasn't really paying attention to it, and then I just hear, like, and Valiant full holds, and I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I click back over, and I saw that we fully held them on Horizon and then won it, and I'm like... Okay, well, I guess I'm now invested in this. 
Yeah, like, uh, I actually didn't get to watch the game as it was happening live because I went out to, uh, to go get some, like, coffee with my mom, some aunts, and then cousins. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's going to take a while because we were just nachisme there. Uh, that's gossip in Spanish. <laughs> I forget people don't speak Spanish. And then, uh, after that, I come home and I immediately have to, like, hop into the shower because my friend from, like, elementary school is having a baptism party for her baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, wait, Ryan's going to map five? What happened yeah. while I was out at coffee? Uh, so I put the game on while I'm in the shower and I'm listening to it. And I was like, I was like trying to imagine what's going on. And I'm like, I'm like, I cannot see what's actually going on. I can only hear it. So I'm like, please get the way, please get the way. I don't know what's going on. I can only trust what the casters are saying, but they only say so much. And then Banyan takes the win. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, thank I was, you so. uh, we, had, we had agreed this Saturday, as soon as that game was over, we we're going to play D&D. We were going to start literally. And I was like, all right, well, you know, worst case, if we get 4 0 at least I get to play D&D a little bit earlier. So we go to Oasis next. Uh, in my personal opinion, that's some of the best New York has ever looked. Uh, the first. Like Oasis, even though we. Like, even though we lost that, I couldn't help but laugh at soon being, like, bumped into traffic. I felt so bad, because, like, that's my boy, Soon. Mm-hmm. But just, like, seeing, like, how hard he was trying to get back. And, like, I think he was bumped, what, three times before he finally got yeah. hit by a car? He put up a fight. Uh, the first he point. He put up such a good fight. Which, that very first point, I think they were, like, sitting outside our spawn most of the game. And I'm just like, okay. This is back to what I kind of expected. And then we go to Gibraltar. Like, you were like, oh, Horizon, what's up, Nuke, in your head, and you're like, and D- back to D&D prep, and yeah. then you're just like, wait, Gibraltar? Then Gibraltar comes back, and then they're like, hey, let's play again. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> Valiant, please. Make up your minds. And then we took him to Nepal, game five. We won the first one. Or no, we C9'd the first one. Yeah, that one was because there was a self-destruct on the point, and they all like ran around the corner for a sec mm-hmm. to avoid it. But unfortunately, because of how long overtime had been going on, that sight, like getting off the point, was enough for it to run out. So yeah, zoning ultimate actually worked. Yeah, and then we came back for the second one, and we took it. It was close, and I'm like, all right. I'm uh, starting to get scared. Then we came through that third one, and I don't think I was doing anything else. I was just, like, staring at it. I'm like, come on. Come on. And then Space got that legendary ult. That was... Oh, I could, I could like, hear the cast is talking about, like, I need to rewatch this part specifically. And I managed to get out of the shower just as it was ending, so I got to catch the high nights at the end that the table was doing. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, my boy! They're such good boys. I call them boys, even though, like, they're 18. Most, most of them are Because Space than is me. younger than me. I can call him a boy. Yeah. See, I'm pretty sure the others are older. I still can't believe that some of them are younger than me. I'm like, I'm turning 20 on the 18th. And well, some of these people, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget. I'll forget when he gets the day. So. Yeah, most people tend to forget because it either lands on Father's Day or it's like one of the days around it. Mm-hmm. So everyone's busy with Father's Day and like, oh wait, it was your birthday. <laughs> Straight up, my friend had a graduation party the same day as my birthday back in, back on our high school graduation. And we were there, like, the entire time at the party and, like, having fun and stuff. At the very end, they're like, oh, wait, isn't your birthday tomorrow? I'm like, my birthday's today. I'm like, your birthday's today? <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that happened. That's something that actually happened. Um, but... But, yeah, I can't a... believe these boys did such an amazing job, and most of them are younger than me. I think my favorite part of the victory was when our team was walking over for the the handshake and such soon just kind of like looked straight in the camera he's got that smug smile it's like the soon smile 
It's like, that was such a good game. Like, and the wins were definitely well deserved. Like, Horizon, oh, a sure. full horde, a full horde. And then they, like, most of them didn't even die on the defense. Like, I believe Agenities had no, had no deaths on Junkrat. Custa had no deaths as Mercy. Mm-hmm. So I believe he stayed on Mercy the entire time. I can't remember if he swiped on the attack at all. Then Fate on that Oisa didn't die at all. Like, they, they worked so hard on that horizon for that full horde. And then we move on to Gibraltar. Like, they come into point C with, I think, like, five minutes in the bank. And Valiant holds it there and doesn't net NYXL cap. And don't do what Pine did. Just don't. For see yeah, you in exactly. my comp games, you do what Pine did. Just don't. Just don't do it. Don't. Like, that would have been really cool had that worked. But I feel like he shouldn't have taken the no ground when he flipped over. He should have, like, tried to hide in that null space on the side. And then once his grapple was off cooldown, grabbed the high ground. Because that Widow behind on the high ground works. But since he was no... It was like, it was, I guess, I, and he was like really close to the people who were in the back. It just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. He did get the kill on soon. But it's not much else you can do about that when I think, I believe they got Neko. Yeah. I'm really glad Vanin got that win. It's something they very much deserve, something they worked very hard for. Agreed. And it was an amazing game to watch. Um, and then we had many videos go up recently on. Ooh, I bet. What was it, like five videos that were up? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we got one, two, yeah, five videos. Not counting, of course, the recap videos, which we never go over. I yeah, you guys, you guys should definitely watch them if you guys don't get the chance to watch games. The recap ones have a lot of cool, no highlights in them. I agree. Okay, but uh, this week we had three videos for the Girls in Gaming Summit. To each one was the panel, as since there were three panels, like I mentioned when I talked about it the other week. So if you guys wanted to, if you guys couldn't make it to the Girls in Gaming Summit and want to see the panels that were there, there is a video for them. I think in one of them you can see the back of my head, so that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're honestly very, very good videos. And, like, everything that happened in those panels was very informative. Informative? Inform- what? Informative. Inform- what? I don't know English. I'm sorry. That sounds so weird on my- I don't know. Am I saying that right? Uh, I don't think I, think I am. So, yeah. I don't know, that sounds so weird. I, really, I question English, it sounds weird. Yeah, anyway, there was, there was also weird. a- uh, There was also a Becoming Valiant video about the Girls in Gaming Summit. So that's four videos for it. Yeah, that one was a fun one. You do not see the back of my head on this one. <laughs> but yeah, that's a nice... Even though I went to the event, it was nice to see the, the no video for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend watching it. You do see my handwriting at one point. Very nice. You wrote on the board? Yeah, they had this little board where you can, like... It's like a poster thing they had there where you can write, like... Why it's it's like why do you play Overwatch? Mm-hmm. Those are not like funny little things that people wrote there. It was not it was a lot of fun. You get to just like the the other videos we I mentioned were like about the actual panels, but this video was like kind of like the people who were there and like the attendees the and like everybody who was like still they kind of doing the chill time because there was off time when there wasn't panels and we were just like talking to each other, meeting new people, making friends, stuff like that. And that's kind of what this video more focuses on, rather than the panels, like the other videos. Mm-hmm. Which is the main difference between these. Yeah, they were all... Valiant always puts out really good videos, in my opinion. Then we got 
a new Inside NA Valiant video. Which is honestly probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I like most about it is it showed Custom Fate having differences of opinion in their shot calling. And then it but, had Custa talking about, like, how he's dealing with it. Yeah, because, like, I feel like we've focused a lot on, like, what space has brought on since he came in. And, like, his leadership, as you can see, outside the game when he would, like, bring up issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about how that's worked along with Custa, when they brought in Custa and all that stuff. But we haven't really talked much about Faith. Like, Faith doesn't get talked enough, even though he is one of the shot counters. He is the main tank. Main tank, so you can... Main tank and your, uh... Your, like, what's it called? Main healer are usually the ones who do a lot of the shot conning. Mm -hmm. Main tank will, like, con out targets. And the uh, main healer, since their priority is to keep you guys healed rather than doing damage, they do a lot of, like, keeping track of the enemy's ultimate, so cooldowns and all that kind of stuff. So, it was very interesting scene. Like you said, uh, the difference in the shot conning and stuff. And then them coming to a compromise. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part is, I believe Cuss even says it, he's like, or more or less says at one point, it's not about being right. Like, maybe he was right, maybe I was right, it doesn't really matter anymore. Uh, the best thing is that we come to the decision while we're playing. Yeah, because the issue is that they, if they can't decide, then they're wasting time arguing. Yeah. Which is why like, Cuss was saying that he'd rather like adapt to fate. Than opposed and to trying and work together with her, yeah. Bank. Than opposed to being like, no, you're wrong. Do it this way. Just kind of work off what he's doing. Because as you also mentioned, the main tank has a lot of the push and pull of how the, the mm -hmm. flow of the game is going to go. If your main tank isn't doing anything, your team isn't going to do much. It's hard to go anywhere without a tank. And I don't know. I just I really think it's admirable the way Custa views the game and views the teamwork. And just, like, all the things about Overwatch. I think he's really, really intellectual about the game. I feel like he's, he knows a lot about what he's talking about. He doesn't just go on the cameras and, oh, I think, I think I was right. And all that nonsense. He's, like, an actual team player. He's trying to work with his team. Yeah. Which I, I'm really glad... That he like I've mentioned so many times. I'm so glad he's on Valiant because he's been a, he's been a great addition. He doesn't. I don't think like he's trying to start trouble with fate with over the shot calling stuff. Mm -hmm. That was just something that ended up being sort of like a difference of opinion in what's best. So they worked it out. They don't want like neither of the two of them wanted to start trouble, and they worked it out in the end. Yeah, which is it's great because in my opinion that makes a stronger. A stronger team going through that as opposed to everyone just being like, yeah, we'll just do whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I believe those are all the inside and uh, Vanian videos or like everything they have. Uh, up next, we've got refresh the what's next for Valiant segment. And next week, we play Spitfire on Thursday and Outlaws on Sunday. What are your predictions for that? Uh, I don't think we play on Sundays. Saturday, right. <laughs> I don't know why I put Sunday in the notes. I need more I sleep. I can't believe we're already at the stage playoffs. I need more sleep. Oh my god. Oh my god, those. Um, but yeah, but yeah that's Saturday, interesting Saturday, week. Saturday we play against the Outlaws. What are your predictions for that? Uh, I feel like... I don't know. We haven't had the best record against the Outlaws. <laughs> but I think we're still... I think... Not sure. At five, three, two in favor of the Valiant. Right. Um, call me slightly toxic, but Outlaws are doing pretty poorly. They they are dropping a bit, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if we four zero them. I don't think you think it's... we're gonna four zero everybody. Come on, I don't think conversation every we're the best week. team. Okay. We are actually number one team currently uh, for the stage. We are number one stage in Pacific, yes. Yeah. But standing-wise, standing-wise overall, we are 
solid second at this point, which is great. Which is also brings me to our next point. We're gonna beat Spitfire three one. Three one. I think yeah, I'll, I think I'll I give Spitfire the map. I'll give them a map on you this. <laughs> I won't give Outlaws a map. I won't. I won't give Outlaws a map on anyone. So even the dragons. I see. Like you were, you were? If I was to predict the Outlaw I Dragon like game that, to get to... that happened, I mean, I... if someone would have been like, "Hey, what's your prediction?" I would have said that they're both going to go zero zero. Okay, let's like, <laughs> stop talking about the Outlaws before you get toxic. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be some fun games. I don't. Yeah, I'm I still mad I didn't get tickets for Saturday. I don't honestly think we'll four zero outlaws, but it won't surprise me if we do. Yeah, I was really hoping to go to the Saturday game, but mm -hmm. like those tickets sold out way earlier than I expected. Like they sold out before uh, the game that was on. What was it? The second. Oh wow. And I was like, damn. Um, and then also coming up, we have the Pride Party, June 10th, I believe. June 10th, which is the day after we go up against the Outlaws. Mm -hmm. So that'll be Sunday. See, that's a Sunday. Yeah, that's, chat. that's what I was meaning when I said Sunday. We're versus the Outlaws. You got. It's the Pride Party. There's, it's gonna be like mid old Western outlaws that are gonna be there. It's yeah, nice try, nice try. You guys didn't hear anything. Yeah, edit that out real hard. Put that like all over the things. But Bookworm <laughs> yes, has a fake ID. It's just gonna use to get into the Pride Party. I feel like we abuse my brother too much with the whole edit that out, edit that out. He said he likes it. Yeah. Um. Then moving on from that, because I don't think we have anything else to, for what's next. Uh, wait, let's check. Was there something else doing our viewing party? Because I know there was one that recently passed. There are like thousands of viewing parties out there. It's... Yeah, but like, I mean, the ones that like Valiant like sends stuff for. I haven't seen anything, and they need to start using Eventbrite more for those. Cough, cough. So we have an easy place to find them. Because they do that at a few universities and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I understand why there's no, not an Eventbrite for those, because that's like a university run thing. It's just like Valiant sometimes sends like stickers and wristbands, stuff to do raffles with. Uh, I'm speaking not gonna of do events, and I see a lot of like. Uh, I really like the oh, patches. I want the patch. I, I want it so much. It looked really good on the jerseys while they were on stage. Yeah. Hey, my birthday's coming up. Who wants to buy me a patch for my birthday? <laughs> DM the book, the board bookworm on Twitter to offer buy patches. Wait, did you say buy patches? No, to buy patches. But if you want to get if you want to get bookworm five patches, I heard five patches. I'm like, what do I need five patches for? More power to you. Um, no, I just like I remember after after like Valiant won with the patches on. I just like saw so many tweets like Valiant won it for the gays. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. It's, it's there's so many like gay pride uh, powers out like out damage married man meta. It's pretty good. We did it, guys. Um, and then... Yeah, and, like, moving on from the patches, the reason why these new Pride patches that Valiant has come out with is because Valiant is now, part like, partnered up with uh, You Can Play, which is a project that emphasizes, like, it, the, the, the thing that they, like, straight up have as they'll buy on Twitter is that they believe athletes should be judged by talent, heart, work ethic, not by sexual orientation or gender identity. Which is admirable and how it should be anyway. Yeah. And Vanit is the first esport that has partnered up with You Can Play. Which is 
Really, really cool. Just call us the Trailblazers. The Pathfinders. The Forever Valiant. Insert other lame phase here. Phrase here. I can speak. Welcome to podcasting. Well, nobody can speak. That. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. Like, I felt like they'd end up having some kind of partnership with any sort of pride, like mm-hmm. community, like something like that. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect them to go with you can play. I didn't expect them to come out with the pride patches. They'd done like other, like I know in the past they've had viewing parties that were like. Like sponsored by Valiant at gay bars and all that stuff in the past with a, what's it? What's that thing called? They they had a video on it. I'm not sure why I'm thinking out on the name now. I'm not sure, to be honest. Red Nine, Red Nine. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why I blink out on names very easily. I'm both. very bad at that. I blink out on names so easily, yet here I am. <laughs> uh, speaking of sponsors yeah, and stuff in general. Uh, just because we forgot it last week, we have to mention it twice. I'm sorry. That's the rule. I'm sorry. Uh, Otter Pops, both an, an amazing food and a great sponsor. It's summer. And what a way to announce it. It's summer, so make sure to keep cool with a good old Valiant Otter Pop, which better be existing soon where I can get a lemon lime one or I will be. Lemon upset. lime is just the Valiant form? Yeah. yeah. I'll, be, I'll be the upsets. Like, I love Otter Pops. Like, the. Oh, do you? I think I was like. How much do you love them? My my. On a scale of my, one, on a scale of one to forgot them last podcast. How much do you love them? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like there was like two minutes of me just like talking to Dwarf, being like, "Okay, did we forget anything?" And wow. I was trying to like Pass figure out blame if there's off anything on the else. Guest. No. Okay. <sighs> so without like trying to figure out if there's anything missing, we both say no. So I'm not the only one who forgot. Yeah, but he's a guest. And he's a moderator for Valcord. Uh, he should like have this stuff. And then I like, I don't know, around like midnight. Suddenly, I remember. I don't know, like <gasps> the order pops. And I just like send the message to the caster discussion. It's like the fucking order pops. I forgot the fucking order pops. I was so mad at myself because I wanted to talk about the autopilot since it was just like, announced in such a funny way. It was I missed my chance. Way. Like, Custa, you're great. I want your jersey. But why? Why did you see why the thing? You ha- why are you like in shades on the ground? You're just like holding an autopop to your chest. Do you see the thing they posted? I can't remember who posted it, but it was the. They had the board of people who remembered to bring their jersey and people who didn't, and Custa was there on the day. Freaking Custa. I thought that was you funny. know, it's really funny because, uh, so that was like, it was like, uh, the people who remembered to bring their jersey to the ironing party, mm-hmm. the people who didn't, and Custa's the only one who forgot. And when I saw that, I was like, wait, the Vanyan does the laundry together? What? I was so <laughs> confused. And then, like, a few, like, then they come out with the Pride Patches. Mm-hmm. Which are on, iron on patches, and they say they're going to have them at the game. It's like, it was the patches! The ironing party was to put the patches on their jersey. It all makes sense now. It all makes sense. Like, I was like, why are the, like, the Valiant players doing laundry together? Why are they ironing your jerseys together? Is this some kind of like team bonding exercise? No, it was to put on the patches. Um. And then, moving on to the next topic, we have a couple questions from Dwarf for VV Talks. The first one is, who is your favorite Valium player, and if applicable, why? I'll let you go first. So for you, that's, uh, who's your favorite Valium player, and why is it soon? Uh, yes, pretty much, but we'll let you go first, and then I'll answer. Who's my favorite Valiant player? Like, mm-hmm. that's tough. It's, like, bounced around all over the place. But I think I've settled on Custa. It's a good choice. I don't know. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, support my, I gotta support my supports. Yeah. Like, you know? Uh, and he's it's, done very well for Valiant. I have to agree that it's a very hard question to answer. Because we have a very good team full of great people. 
but my answer is soon. Wicked! And will always be soon anytime this question is asked. Because I, I believe he is consistently a very large factor in how good we do. Uh, he stumbles every now and then. Don't get me wrong, I don't think he's perfect. But I do think he consistently plays quite great. And he's also one of the first pros I followed. But with that said, I also love space. I love Custa, Kariv, or Kariv, Kariv, whatever. It's a weird hey, word. It's a weird word. his name really because I hear the players on the team call him Kariv. Mm -hmm. But then I hear the cast is being like, Kariv! I'm like, which one is it? Uh, and then, like, fate, agilities, funny. KSF, Benzi, all we just have a really good team. But I do still have to say the Sins, my personal favorite. Um, and then his next question is: What made you choose the Valiant as your favorite or one of your favorite teams? And again, we'll let you go first. I feel like we talked about this a little bit when we were doing like our mini self introduction during the off week, mm -hmm. but. Um... Let's see, I guess I was just looking at the teams that were there for, like, I had two teams to choose for, both on A team, like, because I'm going to go for an A team. I'm gonna. And I'm just like, even though purple's my favorite color, I just, I prefer the players who are on Valorant. Like, when I'd watch the plays, like, during, uh, like, past games they've had on stream i prefer their play styles mm -hmm. and then i looked them up on social media and i really liked the way those social media would interact with the other social medias like deep meme everything and they'd be good memes like i'm kind of one second there's a dog barking a i don't know if you can hear that but i feel like the mic might pick that up just one second when things first started, I honestly struggled between choosing between Val and Gladiators. Uh, the reason between the struggle is I really enjoyed Soon as a player, and I really enjoyed Surefor as a player. And eventually I settled with Valiant because they had Soon and Unko. Unko is also one of my favorites. But when I joined Valcourt, I learned that Valiant was also Immortals. And that kind of just solidified it as my favorite team, along with the community that I've met, the community and the people that I've met on Valcord and talked to. Just a, a community as in the anime channel? <laughs> I'm in the other channels, thank you. I use anime like the least. I see you in there, I see you. I'm in E3 chat in general and superfan a lot more. I'm just teasing uh -huh. you. I ain't no weeb. Uh, you planned a viewing party for Forney Corny. Yeah, because it's an amazing show. Weeb. And then what's your answer for that one? If your dogs have been so, quiet. So, for Valiant, this... I mean, I'm gonna go for Elaine. Whoa, how do I say LA? There it is. I forgot for a second. Welcome to podcasting once more. So I'm just, purple's my favorite color, mm -hmm. not gonna lie, love the color purple. If you look at my stream over there, it's all purple. But Valiant, just, the players on there, I loved way more. Like, I, I knew about the Journeys for a long time. I knew about Soon. And I knew, I, I looked up the rest of them, and I saw their play styles compared to the ones who were on... The gladiators, and I was like, oh, I think I like the playstyle Valiant more. I looked into them on social media. I liked the way the social media was run. So I went with the Valiant. I watched the first game in the preseason, and just I just fell in love with them. Mm -hmm. I joined the Discord. I was like too scared to join the first viewing party of the of the preseason. I don't think I joined the viewing party until the first game of the regular season. No, I think I didn't join until the second game because I was, like, nervous about it. I didn't join until, but I met, like, the end of like, stage even two. Though I, like, even though I, like, got super fan, I think within two days or three, I was just... 
So it's kind of like scale to talk in voice chat, and now I go to every viewing party nice. that we have on voice chat. I if I can, sometimes I'm out of the house. I tried going to one, and it was just a little too loud for me. I was like, I yeah, like it's it's not for everybody. It's some like it doesn't a lot of people are a bit more sensitive to to loud noises. Mm -hmm. Some people just don't don't like the constant chattering and prefer to watch the game in their own silence. Yeah, that's how I am. But I, I find. I found it a lot of fun because I could get to just like talking with someone and like suddenly we're, we're having a side conversation while there's like quiet time in the game. Then suddenly soon gets a headshot and we just stop and we're like, soon! <laughs> and like, like, just like uh, we cut our conversation short just to scream about soon. Mm -hmm. like, Which is and it's just, like, always something you should do. And it's so fun. Like, it's such an inclusive place. Like, I tweeted out a while, like, two days ago? No, yesterday, because yesterday was the game. Mm -hmm. About how, like, like, seeing them win with the pride patches meant a lot to me. And just, I never thought I'd be, like, at home with an eSport. Because you're, like, you, you don't think, like, here I am. I like girls. I am a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, you wouldn't think someone like me would, like, fit in when you, when, like, when you think the stereotype of the gamers, like, but here I am, like, perfectly at home with the Valiant. Yeah, Valiant is a very welcoming team. It's a very welcoming community. Uh, but Dwarf's final question is, if you could pick Team USA, what would you put on it? Or who would you put on it? Uh, what would you put on it? I would put pineapple on it. Same. Uh, for <laughs> pineapple me, pizza. For me... <laughs> For me, I don't really know the players that I could put on Team USA, but it would I would just use the Valiant team. Uh, we got two Canadians, uh, an Australian, a couple of Koreans. Uh, not a couple. What do you need? But, Korean, four but Koreans they're at this currently point? living uh, in America, so that's good enough They for are me. not U.S. citizens, and the battle, like, net account is not U.S. They're close so enough they in my mind. Which is why Kareem uh, actually was able to run for, uh, like, the community... Yeah, he was a community, was a community lead. lead. If he can be a community lead, he can be on the team. The reason, the reason that he did as a joke that he applied with, like, one of his alt accounts mm -hmm. that it was bought in the U.S. So that account is valid for it, since it is a U.S. Like, account. Because right, every time you buy a battle, like, when you get a new battle on that account, you put what region you're in mm -hmm. and stuff. Which is, like, how they, like, determine that that's how you can only vote for your, uh, like, your country. That way you can't vote for, like, Korea unless you were to buy the game using a Korean account. Stuff like that. Who would you put on Team USA? I don't feel, like, I also don't think I would remember who is a U.S., like... I at least gave an answer. But, uh, I really like Sleepy. So I'd mm -hmm. love to have him on it. Uh, bring back Adam. He was very good. Uh, here I am being biased for supports. Uh, space. Put space on it. Uh, space. I'm trying to think of a name. Who else is your space? Hey, at least I said three people. You just said... No, like, I said six. No, I said 12, actually. So You, you just said the Valiant team. I said 12. Which mo 12 I don't people. think those... I don't think there's enough U.S. who can, like, on Valiant that can apply for that, like... Look, all you need is space, and he'll just carry the game. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll put, like... Until they, go against, for, until they go against France, and then France will win. You and Su No, Suen's gonna be on the U.S. team, because you said no, Valiant for can't. U.S. you just said he can't, so I'm changing my answer. <laughs> I want... Space cloned five times, and that'll be Team US. And then, who's the sixth man? Then, space. He's being cloned five, so there'll be six of them. Oh, he's being cloned five times, so he's gonna. So he's gonna. It's gonna be space and five clones. Yeah, space. There's gonna be six spaces, and then a little bit more, and you'll have a paragraph. <laughs> huh. So, yeah, you should not be the, uh, like, coach for the U.S. team ever. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't At be very I good. At least I said people. I'm, I'm in plat. I wouldn't be a very good coach. Yeah, let's see. Who else? I'm trying to think. Like, I want to like give a full answer, but I can't like pull a knife me because I like I don't. You were like... you were missing a player that you shouldn't be missing. That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, maybe Silk that, but yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him much lately. Yeah, but isn't he like your favorite stage? player? Huh? Like, he's he my favorite player, but what yeah, I mean is, him. like, I haven't seen him on him. stage, so I, I don't him. know how the meta has affected him. You gotta put him uh, on the team, though. Come on. Yeah. It's like, I don't want like, to just put him on because he's my favorite player. I'm trying to think about who would actually be work good together. Because you don't want people with conflicting personalities. Like, I know he's going to do well. Like, I don't know, maybe put in Super. I believe Super is U.S. Yes. Yes. So Super, uh, you got Super in space. So you got your tanks there. Mm -hmm. You got your... Uh, Both are flex Supports tanks. with Adam and, uh, and... I'm blanking out. Sleepy! How did I forget Sleepy? And Self-Thread. And so I'm missing, I'm, miss, I'm missing one DPS. Uh, Google. It's like Sinatra, Seagull. I don't know. No, not Sinatra. If I'm putting Silk Dead in, not Sinatra. Because Sinatra's not first Tracer. But that's what Silk Dead is also very good at. I feel like so Silk Dead is a lot more flexible than He tracer, is very though. flexible. He can do, like, he can do Tracer. He can do Soldier. Farah, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Genji. I was about to say Agenities. <laughs> I was about to call Genji Agenities. <laughs> okay. So I watched too many Banyan games that I'm starting to call again. <laughs> I mean, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my list would be KSF, Space, Space, Space. Space, Space, Space. Yeah, you got it. You're not even going to put Snapey in there. Come on, my boy's Snapey. No. no He's Snapey. so adorable. He plays. Like, with a blanket, or was it a pillow? Pillow. Pillow. <laughs> People always draw wow. him as a blanket. Wow. Say <laughs> so how adorable he is, but are you even looking? Are you even no, paying attention? A... No, everybody draws him with blankets. Never really? with a pillow. It's... Maybe it is a blanket. I always thought it was a pillow. Yeah. I don't know. But either way, he plays with something that you usually use to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think all I need is outro now. Because we've been going, we've got about an hour and a half. Over an hour and a half. Oh, geez. A lot of blank space, uh, but... It's a lot of blank space, and then we had like 20 minutes of talking beforehand. So yeah. that can be all cut out. So we'll, we'll have like an hour long but podcast? An hour, hour long is pretty good. Uh, any excuse more, me. Any more people might not listen to it. I know I personally don't, don't like long... I don't like long By podcasts. Way, you, have, you, have you listened to the past episodes? No. I said I did, and everyone believed me, though. We didn't. <laughs> I figured you None guys didn't, but everyone else you. did. But yeah, they're too long. This is, this is why I call you out while the thing's still recording. But they're so long. And would... I, listen, I listen to like a good hour and a half every now and like, Actually, let me check how long yeah, but... the Adventure Zone is, because I'll listen to that one forever. And like, I, if you I, could, if there's... you, like, have you ever watched, like, there are people who watch playthroughs of games, and each episode is like a good hour and a half. No, but I don't like listening to podcasts. Yeah, you, yeah, you wanted to start one. Yeah. I like supporting Valiant. True. I don't like listening to my own voice, but, plus I, I already hear it. If I have I'm to here, listen to I'm my here own living voice, it. so do you. I'm here living it. I don't need to go listen to the episode. Yeah, all of the Adventure Zone I episodes trust, are like over an I hour. I trust that it turns out great. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get brownie points from that. Yeah, not looking for them. Uh, um, we're forgetting something this time, so we don't have another auto-pops incident. Uh, worst case, we'll just add a little bit back in. Or we'll uh, just do it. Like, uh, the thing is, my brother's not home. Oh. Uh, and he won't be home for the next week. He does have his laptop with him, so I'm mm -hmm. going to send the file. So if we forget anything, that's it. 
Just no uh, equality good enough. yet. We'll, we'll, we'll just add it in next time. Uh, if you guys have any questions or anything, either find us on Discord or tweet at us at VoicingValiant using the hashtag VVTalks. Other than that, I think that's it for us, besides announcing that you can find Valiant on almost everything under LA Valiant. Uh, for example, you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. You got anything else, Bookworm? Uh, don't forget to buy those Pride Patches. And Otter Pops. I could use an Otter Pop right now. It's so hot in this room. I'm dying. Goodbye. <laughs>